0: secret don't laugh I'd so <laughs> maybe, i
1: don't like
0: her. i right. hate that, no, that
1: taste. oh fuck dude i can tell how wet you are fucking you're hustling please don't steal my stuff see things see your are, you, that you, are you fucking are
0: you walking in here with fucking wet cancer parts on your knees? i was just yeah. gonna yeah. say i think it's not south but uh, <laughs> in the middle center thing so you might only Things as a
1: is family this called me. vacations. Literally, <laughs> have white people is crazy. That's exactly. There's no other thought that could have been going through her head but that. 50-something <laughs> sure. white woman who definitely is to get a job.
0: That's how I gave up fast food. I ate Taco Bell two nights in a row.
1: That's, That's a really realized, good, audio. You realize That's that was hysterical. Hysterical. People love heavy calls in the mics. Have a good day, whore. I literally give the, the bus driver, like, $20, and I, mean, I give $20 for my white guilt. Anyway, break it down. No, I'm honestly curious. Break that down. That yeah. makes sense. Well, well not nice. dance.
0: Explain. <laughs> After
1: Dinnerman. And we're live. Oh, shit. Just like
0: that again? Welcome to the Smooth Sounds <laughs> of After Dinnermans episode. <laughs>
1: Seventy-eight. So I can't tell if you're just fucking with me, but there's a metronome, a metronome going off. Oh, in my God
0: damn it. Every fucking time, <laughs> it only does
1: it during the podcast.
0: I fucking record music, and the metronome doesn't go off. It only fucking does it when uh, I start a new podcast. I expect it makes, like, like no I, sense. I'm
1: so used to the 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 intro playing over top of us, like you know, in real. Are you actually are you recording right now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm used. To, I'm so used to that, and now to like just drop in is like a smack in the a smack in the face, and then the metronome it's is
0: fucking. It's infuriating. Yeah. All right. Any anyway, better fucking producer for the show? Nolan here. You yeah, <laughs> too. Right, no
1: kidding. Nolan here. Jason's over here.
0: Um, so yeah. So I met somebody in the past couple of weeks. Um That sounds romantic. It's not. I met <laughs> <laughs> I made the acquaintance of a new individual, okay? In the past couple of weeks and I you know, during I've had a bunch of conversations with this person in the meantime, and um, I didn't really notice it like the first time we talked, and then then uh, I noticed it. Jesus! <laughs> like the second time we talked in person, that he kept making farting sounds. <laughs> it I was like I don't like, I, like I don't think he's farting. Cause I don't smell anything, but like, I keep hearing like distinctly. I'm like,
1: can you, can you like, can you imitate the noise so I can get a better idea?
0: Like
1: (laughs) in between words,
0: yeah. Like or during them, like, (laughs) okay. So anyway, fucking, I, I kind of like, you know, it's weird. We're having conversation. I keep hearing these noises and I'm like, oh, maybe he's fucking gassy. Like, maybe I shouldn't call him out on it. And um, then, like, a week goes by and I sit down with him again and it's happening a number of times. Like, now we're having, like, a four-hour discussion, right? And I realize it's his face. (laughs) Like, he keeps making these noises with his mouth, I think,
1: unintentionally. Does he have, like, a, like, like vagina lips for a mouth or what what is going on up there it, is it just like extra skin fl- i don't I don't think he has vagina lips but, but
0: <laughs> maybe he does who knows um but he's definitely like either intaking or expelling additional air as he speaks and it's making farting noises. From his face, and it's it's not like while he's talking, it's like like a split second after, like he finishes a sentence and then.
1: I'm pretty like, sure this is a South Park character, by the way. It's <laughs> not. Describing. It's
0: not. So. So it made me like I was like I don't like do I address this or what? But then I picked up on the fact that he picked up on me picking up on it, and he got really uncomfortable. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to fucking leave it alone. But it was like hard to fucking ignore. Like every time he did it, I kind of had to like, you know, hold your nose. No, because it was was his face. But like, (laughs) but keep talking or fucking find something else (laughs) to say to like avoid the fact that, His face is making incidental (laughs) farting noises. Like it was, he's like he's cheek queefing. It's fucking. It's strange. I've never seen that happen before, but it happened. It happens with this guy on a regular basis. I would just
1: imagine sitting across from like holding my nose and and like indiscreetly like looking away, trying to make him feel as, as uncomfortable as possible. That's uh, that's weird, man. Is it like a professional setting?
0: Very professional.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, so there's really not much. Yeah, to...
0: like uh, a restaurant investor, like a multimillionaire. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking.
1: I mean, maybe it's a uh, so yeah. like my the nephew... professional
0: setting makes it worse because it's like, oh, I fucking have to ignore this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, so my nephew has like this like nervous tick thing that I noticed recently where he mm-hmm. like. Inexplicably like uh, Coughs Like he can't like He just like Forces this This like cough Out of his body Or something And it's just like It's just like A nervous tick Like it's all I can really think of Maybe it's, this is one Of those things Like he's uncomfortable In, in social situations So his body mm. uh Starts flapping The extra skin around And pussy farts Or you know Mouth farts Or whatever The fuck know. comes I don't out mean, He
0: doesn't He's not a guy Who has like A lot of reason his To be uncomfortable weeps. About anything Like I think it's just Like totally incidental That it's happening Yeah but yeah, it's weird, and like now that like I'm acutely aware of it, now I'm uncomfortable, as if there's something wrong with me for noticing it. <laughs> it's fucking.
1: Did he? So how did he let on? Like how did he? How did he? Um, acknowledge your acknowledgement. It you? was one of those like, at one point
0: he did it, and like I kind of like caught his cheek deflating, <laughs> and and I I guess my face was like oh and. He kind of looked at me like, oh, fuck. You just realized what was going on. <laughs>
1: and... As if, like, you didn't before.
0: Then it was, like, uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. But I don't... I guess it's, like... Is that more or less uncomfortable than just having a gas problem? Being, like, my face is malfunctioning. My face is malfunctioning.
1: <laughs> like, you have to excuse me. Like, would
0: you be more... Would you be more disconcerted in the company of other people if you had like uncontrollable flatulence or if you had a malfunctioning face that made, made, Face
1: queefs. I would say the face all the I'd say the face all the way because yeah right? I feel like the I feel like the the flat be like a deformity or something yeah the, yeah there's no way around it but like the, I feel like the flatulence is something that you potentially could control with your like diet or like something there's got to be some way to work around that right like there could be an explanation that isn't like something's wrong with yeah me. you have to excuse they, me like I the explanation would be
0: like something's wrong with me at the moment yeah there's but also I'm not
1: usually farting at people <laughs> there's also like uh there's medications to like prevent your your, your gas during certain situations. I mean, there's ways to handle it, but the uh, the mouth thing is just yeah. That's like a that's, you're just a broken human being at that point.
0: It's weird. Yeah, it was really strange.
1: I, I wouldn't really know what to say. Like that wouldn't be that wouldn't make people feel uncomfortable. There is nothing that you could say that would kind of like make it more natural. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah. Anyway, so you had an interesting topic about Spotify, and I'm I'm really curious to learn more about this thing. Oh. I'm gonna write this down so I don't forget it. But go on. Uh, I, I found it interesting.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So I was—I think I was reading it this morning, or it was like a long-form article uh, when I was like taking a taking a—I was sitting on the toilet for a while, and um, I, I just realized a lot of things that I that I didn't really want to read. Like I was—I didn't like a lot of the things I was reading. I should say and it was kind of depressing to me because I, I feel torn now. So, uh, so yeah, I love music and Spotify has become like my default de facto source of music for the last like three years or so. And I had, I read another interesting fact about the amount of, <laughs> the amount of money that people are willing to pay on music for music now as compared to like 50 years ago, but that's kind of, I'll come back to that, I guess. So the, so the article, um, the claim is made that, that streaming music has like four or five times worse, a, uh, impact on the world than as the records or like printing records or producing records and cassette tapes and and a tracks and all this stuff, all the the magnetic tape and the how so? Well, the short, I guess the short and the long form of it, it's uh, the fact that we don't actually like most pretty for the most part, nobody downloads music to their phone, it's constantly streaming. So, the amount of energy that it takes to require to, to run the server farms that are, are constantly like buffering the, the the data for Spotify's internet as much as. The, the phone that you' you know your phone has to charge every time that you're you know 10 or 20 percent of your battery is used by Spotify or Apple music or Google Play music or whatever and uh, it's it's basically the the energy from the computers that are, are used for that because once you so when you produce a record like if you print the record you're expelling like I don't know say like 20 grams of wax or 20, whatever, I'm not really sure how that much it weighs. right. And that's it. It's like you own the record and that's it. I mean, that's the impact, that is the, the impact on that. But for a streaming music now, if I like, you know, Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusions, but I don't want to buy it anymore, I just want to stream it. If I want to listen to it like once a week for the rest of my life, that's, that's a, you know, I don't know how many years or months I've left on this world, but, it's just like it's a lot of streaming and buffering of music and the data servers and the farms are going to have to keep running and like maintaining that, like keeping the fans cool and keeping all that stuff going.
0: But if you were to buy a record and play it over and over and over again, how would that not, because now it's an additional source where that music is playing from Yeah, using that
1: electricity as well. Well, they fa- so they factored in like the the satellite dish that was up in space that's like that's boosting the, that's carrying the signal. They factored in the data centers that are like hosting the server farms, the you know that are hosting the um, the information and stuff, the the fans and everything that's involved in it, and like came up to with a uh, a number, like a, a general number, which I I would ha- I probably should have looked up to like do some actual research, but they came up with a number of like uh t- you know tangible carbon footprint like for the for you know this right. And they came up with the same thing for like uh, for records or for cassette tapes or for whatever it might be. And the fact that like the the difference is that you can like stream a song, and the impact is like markedly lower than if you were to produce a record. But if you really like the record, I mean, if you really like the album, and you continue to stream it again and again and again and again, you're constantly taking up new resources to, to to do that. Like every time you stream a song, you're using the world's or the Earth's resources. So the basically the the PSA was to if you want to stream music and you want to like, you love mother earth or something to download the albums you really like to your phone and don't be a dick about it and don't stream everything constantly, I guess. So
0: this is only something that actually uses more energy if you're live streaming it because of like taking into account like, the satellites and shit like that.
1: Well, no no no, this is like taking into account the life of the the song. Like, like the life of the record. Like let's say I have Green Day Dookie, right? Like I bought that when I was 13 years old or something, the vinyl copy of that. And then at the same time in some alternate world, you know, I uh, uh internet music streaming music existed at the same time. And I I would listen to them like, you know, 5,000 times throughout the lifetime of my life, you know, throughout my lifetime or whatever the 5,000 times that I'm streaming that album are significantly going to ramp up the carbon footprint, the the shadow that this, that my music or my love for D, like she or Dookie or whatever uh, has, you know, or is. Because the the record, again, is just like a certain number, but the streaming is kind of infinite. Like nobody, the thing is like, nobody really downloads songs anymore. Even like, it's just constantly streaming and buffering. Most people have like enough data that they just constantly stream stuff. So there's, it's just, not only are we not like, do we not own anything, but we don't even like, have like our own digital copies of things in most instances. And like without the internet, most people are just completely fucked to have like music on their phone or devices. Wait, where, who put this article out? Uh, so it it was like, it was, uh, it was teamed with like, I believe it was Harvard university or something. I read it on, it was psychology.org is where I, where I pulled up the article now, but there's, there's a study that was done. This was like done a month or two ago, I guess. And, uh, this is, yeah, psych, psych psych.org, uh, I'm sorry, phys, P H Y S, phys, phys Physics.org? I'm not quite sure what that's for. Uh, there's a, I mean, there's many, there's a, like, there's, a, a, my all of, all of my research was just tantamount to like a quick Google search before the show started. <laughs> tells me that there's many, many stories and articles that reference the same, the same thing. So one of the other things that I found out too that like, is, I guess that I want to, I want to mention before I, before we get off this topic is that I. I saw, like, they they analyze the amount of money that people are willing to spend on music as proportionate to their income, all of their income, right? So back in the 70s, people would spend upwards of 5% of their entire budget on music, right? At this point, it's, like, 1.2% of their budget. People have, like, what they're willing to spend on on music is, like, a fraction of what, uh, what it used to be. Is
0: that just because of accessibility, though?
1: I, I mean, I want to believe it's because for $10 a month, you can get anything and everything, really. And most people aren't going to be willing to pay more than $10 a month nor would they need to i guess right if you if that's what you're, if you want to live in this you know the rental world which is like what spotify and all that shit is um yeah it's i mean $10 a month is what you're doing $10 a month is $10 a month like a cd when we were growing up like it was still 15 somewhere is 15 up upwards of like $18 if you got it at the right, mall sometimes right i mean mm. yeah so it was it was weird it was like I'd nev- I, I never i never would have expected or or believed that that was that would be the case but uh there's a there's some interesting some interesting stuff there i guess
0: that's similar to like the whole if you're a vegan you're actually contributing more to the death of animals than people who eat meat oh yeah yeah because I've, of the whole like you know factory farming isn't good but factory agriculture is actually also really bad and you're display like the amount of animals that are Displaced because of factory agriculture and, like, you know, the methods used to keep them out in addition to, like, when, when, like, combines and giant machines come by and, like, call fields, they just kill hundreds of fucking, you know, rats, mice, like, squirrels, whatever is in the fucking field. They just pick them up and rip them to the shreds and they get tossed around with the fucking produce. Yeah. So there's, like, no clean produce. So if you're, like, I'm a vegan and you're, like, eating... Produce <laughs> that was like not picked from the wild. You have to find a way to incorporate that into every conversation. No way that you, it, with it the hasn't come into contact with dead animals. Like it's 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 one of those things. I got into a big argument online once with um a former vegan who shall remain nameless um about exactly that. Like I I you know basically just like cited an article and was like. Yo, this is really interesting and, like, said something about, like, you know, thoughts that vegans might actually be doing more harmed animals by, you know, their, their decision. Because unless you're, like, gathering, you know, like, going around and, like, picking berries and picking, like, shit, like, wild food from the fucking forest, you're killing, you know. Indirectly, yeah, you know, funding the death of animals, and uh, somebody got real fucking up in arms about it and got like kind of shitty but used no information to back up their fucking argument. And uh, I was just kind of (laughs) like, How about how about some facts instead of science? You know, you instead of you just fucking being all emotional about this, how about fucking provide some backup for your. And he was like, this is outdated information. And I was like, okay, then give me the updated information. And there was no updated information to give. But uh, I thought it was really interesting. There's a a lot of things like that out there. Like, people think they're doing good, and they're actually doing a lot worse and a lot more harm. Yeah. Like, working against their own cause. That there is, man. You know, the whole fucking... The whole thing, like... Like, wild, uh, like, why, you know, what do they call it? Like, big trophy hunting or whatever. whatever big bu- it's big fucking buck called. hunting or something? Like, basically where you fly to Africa and you, like, go and kill a lion or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And people get, like, crazy up in arms about it. But, like, that's how these these, like, the people who live in that area, that's how they make money. <laughs> because they're like, okay, well, we could have some dude from Texas come out here. You know, some Texas billionaire hunter like come out and pay us like a couple million dollars to like shoot a fucking lion that they can't bring back and get a picture with it. And, but, and, and they do that to like bring money to like their people. But on the flip side, if they're not doing that, they're killing all those animals themselves with like machine guns. And they're killing like way more of them because those people are like, you know, ransacking the, the, Lions are, like, ransacking their villages and eating their babies. So they're, like, you know, the the local tribe is going to kill fucking a dozen lions where, like, the hunter's going to come kill, like, one, two. Yeah. But, like, us stupid Americans, we, like, get up in arms and fucking protest it because we don't know what we're talking about.
1: That would be an amazing episode of The Twilight Zone where all the lions imprisoned, like, the humans, and they, like, (laughs) the lions went on, like, a a hunt for the human. It was, like, the whole Cecil Lion thing. Remember that dentist went and, like shot
0: that lion and everybody was like oh no not Cecil and they were like you only give a shit because this lion had a name if this lion didn't have a name you would never know this fucking happened
1: I'm not familiar with Cecil and the lion really it was
0: like a huge story like uh maybe like 10 years ago I remember Patrice O'Neill talking about it so it was while he was still alive so it was like it was it had to be around 10 years ago But, like, there was this, like, this rich dentist who was, like, a trophy hunter, like, paid, like, millions of dollars, flew to Africa, killed this lion. But I guess he killed, like, a lion that they were trying to not kill by accident. Okay. And they were like, oh, you killed, like, a named lion. Like, you killed Cecil. And then everybody in America lost their shit. They were like, he killed Cecil. And they were like, motherfucker, you don't know who Cecil was last week. Yeah. If this line didn't have a name, you wouldn't know, like, what the fuck happened. It was just, it was a very, very strange situation. And, you know, nobody wanted to hear that, like, shit. You know, they, like, the people who live in that area, like, pay to fly people out there and kill them. And because, like, these lions, like, destroy their village and eat their children and fucking kill their pets. <laughs> and they wind up, you know, if they're not making money off of, like, people who want to hunt them, then they're just hunting them themselves. And they're, like, gunning them down with fucking machine guns from towers. Yeah. And, like, killing way more of them, which is way fucking worse.
1: So why not commercialize it, right? So why not commercialize <laughs> it? <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a good idea.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Fucking people are weird. They, uh, they want to be so married to their belief that they don't look into it but you know
1: that's most people i guess that's okay
0: the never-ending subject of this podcast
1: so uh so i'm I'm going on a well a couple vacations coming up soon i'm pretty excited like i'm going to be trekking across the country again okay um that's about it (laughs) no uh no i am uh actually so i'm going to bonnaroo is coming up pretty soon which is like the, are you familiar with Bonnaroo, the the festival or whatever? Yeah, I it's know. Like
0: I know of it. Semi, I've never been to Bonnaroo.
1: It's but. kind of like a semi modern day like Woodstock, I guess. Yeah, uh, it takes place annually in Tennessee. So so it's it's a bunch of like bands and musicians I really have like little to no interest in, but combined, I have like a, a relative a relatively large interest in like the whole the whole like the the right. the event like the the activities the festival itself. And it's like a giant. I mean, it's from what I hear and what I you know read. It's like a giant place with just a ton of shit going on, but nobody in particular. I'm really excited. Like fish is playing two nights in a row. Like fish, you know, the, the jam band. Yeah. That like the f- 25 minute songs and shit like that. Not
0: only do I not like fish, but I'm pretty sure that like just about everyone who I've ever met, who likes fish, I end up really not liking as a person.
1: <laughs> huh? I've only known, I've known like one, this the girl I did. Yeah, I can only ago.
0: think of one person. I know that I, like who likes fish, but everyone else. Yeah, you pretty much unanimously.
1: So so yeah, it's like they're they're playing two nights in a row, and then it's uh the Lumineers and Childish Gambino. I think are the they're like the headlining acts, I guess. Right. And I, I mean, like I don't know, like Childish Gambino. I love that the guy, like as an artist, for what he what he is, what he does, I, I love. But his music is like subpar to his writing and his his uh his directing and his acting skills, I think. But that's that's for another another time. <gasps>
0: Like him, I'm actually I'm I'm a bit of a fan.
1: Childish Gambino. Yeah, I don't know that this is America song. Just like kind of irks me, but I don't really know. I guess I, I like I heard like the first few songs he ever made in that. So my my exposure to him is pretty limited, right? But uh, but yeah. So more so the event, like the the whole thing. It's uh it's like a 1, thousand eleven hundred miles away or so from from like my house area. So you know, maybe the same from here. Not really much difference. But uh, so we're taking a road trip, and I'll be in, like, Tennessee for, like, just about a week, um, not showering and not, not uh, bathing or cleaning myself up or really doing things that, like, most sort of civilized people do and just kind of, like, dancing around in the mud and camping out with a bunch of, like, uh, pseudo-hippies and stuff like that, fish heads. It's kind of, it's kind of exciting, actually. So that, that's in, like, uh, two, two weeks, two and a half weeks now? And, um, after that I am, where the fuck else am I going? I'm going somewhere else that I just fucking totally forgot on I Spaced space out on, uh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. I have a couple of things planned like throughout the summer and places, times that I will be away from, away from this area, I guess. You don't remember where else you're
0: going on vacation?
1: Well, Is I mean, you there's a few, there's a few things that I have, like, I've been like trying to line up, um. I want to go down to New Orleans, but, like, whether or not I make it there is another thing. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. Not, I think, like, part of it is, like, because I haven't, like, finalized the plans. And uh, part of it is, like, I was just thinking of a concert that I had coming up that I think I'm stuck for, like, a vacation. <laughs> cause it's right, Because just, it's right. just, like, an all-day festival thing. Um, but, yeah, so festivals, I guess. I have a few festivals to go to this this summer to, like, kind of expose myself to all kinds of shit that I wouldn't normally be exposed to, like, bands or hippies or like people that are like painting their faces and dancing around in the mud and shit.
0: I want to find something to do before this year is over cuz I have like a, a week of vacation that I could burn before the year is over. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what I want to do. Maybe I'll play uh play something. Maybe I'll like plan something for like around Christmas or something like that, but
1: you should do a little mini tour and play your new uh, music or something.
0: I I could, but f- I don't know. Like I would have to coordinate a bunch of other people to do that too so that would be a nightmare i i so next year i want to take my kid i i like i gave her the option i was like i was like literally anywhere on planet earth me and you will go for a week where do you want to go so she said she wanted to go back to italy and back to ireland but this (laughs) time she wanted to see all the castles and i was like i'm fucking in i was like i'm in like that's you know by the way fucking totally my fucking kid yeah but like i was just like that's that's perfect like we'll go to fucking because ireland's real small right
1: here i'm getting excited about camping out on a farm in tennessee <laughs> you're going to ireland and italy you for like the,
0: for the fifth time <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking it'll it'll be my daughter's fourth time in italy oh my god man um she's 5 <clears throat> fucking Whatever, man, like, I didn't leave the country until I was 30, you know, so.
1: I, I still have, well,
0: I still haven't technically
1: left the country. Like, I'm
0: giving her a better fucking, I'm giving her more exposure to the world than I ever got. Yeah. Um. What was I, I fucking lost my train of thought. Oh, so, Kneeballs. Ireland's really small, oh, so you Ireland. could fly into Dublin and you could basically take a bus tour, like, all through Ireland and into Northern Ireland and they do, like, castle tours leaving from, leaving from like, Dublin and Belfast out airports. Yeah. So you could fly in, we could do a fucking castle tour, like, go back to Dublin, stay in Dublin for two days, fly over to Rome, and, like, just tour all, like, the old Roman palaces and shit. And she, like, that's what she wants to do. I'm like, fucking A, like... This sounds like the greatest time ever to me. Yeah. So let's do that. So that's what we're going to do. But that's I good, need to, like, I got to burn a week of vacation this year. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to stay. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to take vacation time and just stay home. Like, I want to go find something to do. Yeah. But, you know, the reason I started going, like, my fucking tip of my nose itches, like, ridiculously. The reason that I started going to Europe so much is because when you do the math, it's a lot cheaper to fucking go to Europe for the week than it's to, like, vacation here. What's that? Because of uh, outside of the flight, you mean? Right? Um, Sometimes not even outside of the flight. Yeah? Yeah, like, so if you plan it right, like, there's, there's like, that window. Because flight tickets, flight tickets, um, plane ticket prices fluctuate. They go up and down. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about... When you buy the plane ticket So you could get like airfare to Italy For like three grand Or you could get it for like five hundred
1: Many times actually on this note I, Many times I've been the victim of my own uh My own Fucking actions or something You know so like they, uh, they can monitor Like if you how many times you visit a website For a certain like traveling to a certain place Right sure so these little cookies will say, like, if there's, like, a, all of a sudden, if everybody's going from, like, Orlando to Texas or something, right, the cost of flights from Orlando to Texas will jump up we'll exponentially. Jump up. Yeah. So I have, like, n- before I learned this, I would, like, go and, like, click around and try to, like, shop for different things, and I would, I would keep coming back to the same page. And, like, eventually the cost of that shit would, like, rocket up, like, go 25%. Up. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do but wait it out. Like, there's yeah. nothing you can do but wait it out.
0: So there's, there's a couple apps that do it. Like, there's an app called Hopper. Okay. That... um. All it does is it monitors flights, and, like, it lets you know when the lowest point's going to be to where it's going to start. Like, once it figures out, like, where it does the math to where the lowest price is, yeah, it, like, sends you an alert immediately and lets you know the price will never be lower than that. Okay. So, like, that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, I use I use a similar one called Wanderoo uh, yeah. for, like, buses and trains yeah. and stuff yeah. like
0: that. Yeah. Um, So there's, like, Rome to Rio is really fucking... Rome to Rio is great. You
1: you have an app for your trips to Rio? Specifically, like, an app called Rome to Rio?
0: Rome to Rio is, like, just a worldwide (laughs) travel app. Oh. And, like, it, it has everything. It has planes. It has fucking... Subway schedule, like everything from subway schedules and local bus routes
1: to fucking international flights. Really, I wanna, I'd like to go and get like, I want to do like a Lonely Planet. You know, it's a Lonely Planet, the book series. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah. I want to do like a Lonely Planet trip one day. Like, take a just get I'll a book and like do the do whatever the yeah. fuck is in the book basically. Um,
0: but if you do that and if you monitor the fucking prices, yeah, and then you just like, I mean, you don't even have to Airbnb. You can stay in a hotel, like it's so much cheaper. Like in Europe, everything's fucking cheaper. Like the cost of living is lower. So like you monitor the things and you like, you know, get a fucking, you know, get a decent price round trip ticket. You could fucking, you could stay in Italy for like 400 bucks for the whole week. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like, you know, 400 bucks a night to stay in like seaside. I was—I mean like or so Wildwood You know what I fucking mean? Like, yeah Not that there's anything wrong with those places Like I like Seaside I could drive there in fucking 45 minutes But like There's no beach in America That during the time you actually want to go Like on peak That you're paying less than fucking $200 a night for a fucking hotel Just because it's in season yeah. You're not going to go fucking get a hotel in October Down the shore I almost did that but I thought
1: about moving down there for the winter. I
0: could, because I could swim in the ocean in October and not bother me, but I'm weird. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah, when no, you the want, majority of
1: the people are not going to When short. you
0: want to go, you can't go for less than $200 a night, but why do that when I could go fucking see the, like, international culture for the price of two nights in the United States in a shitty fucking beach town? Yeah. You know, where I'm just dealing with, like, drunk college kids all fucking summer. It's a good point. So, so it's like... Plus, it's, like, it's cheaper to fucking eat because, like, you, the food is cheaper be, and it's higher quality because, you know, everything, like, like, you eat at a restaurant was grown in that fucking town. Yeah. And they picked it at the farmer's market that morning and fucking, you know, it's way cheaper and, like, you don't tip because they pay living wages to all their fucking servers. It's just, it's, like, overall, it's so much less expensive. Yeah. And, like, once I realized Sounds that, sweet. I was like, I'm never going on vacation in fucking America again unless I'm, like, <laughs> going somewhere. Fr- I mean, dude, I can't fly to fucking – I can't fly to Cleveland. Like, it literally take, cost me as much to fly from, from Philly to Cleveland as it does to fly from fucking Newark to Rome. So why the fuck wouldn't I fly to Rome?
1: That's crazy. That's it's crazy insane. To me. That is crazy.
0: It's it's just so much and then you get to split it. Like the first couple times I went there, I was like, I was hell bent on like I'm gonna get like five of my friends will fucking rent out like like a bed and breakfast for like six hundred dollars for the week. Yeah. Like I've I've wanted to do that for years, but fucking it's just it's it's so inexpensive. It's it's insane. Hey,
1: man, I'm down to go to Italy whenever. You
0: go to fucking resorts, it's expensive. But, like, yeah. if you're... Like, I don't like to vacation like that anyway. Like, I like to, like, go stay in a bed and breakfast. Like, not even a hotel. Like, a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb and, like, live in the city that these people live in for a week and shop at their fucking grocery stores and go out to eat where they go out to eat. Like, yeah. that's how I like to vacation. So, it's, like, it's so much
1: cheaper if you just fucking do that. Yeah, you know, I um I... For the first, I mean, one of the first, for the, for the, one of the first times in my life, I guess I have the ability to, to travel or the means to travel, I should say, like the means to vacation and, and travel properly. And, um, not to say that I haven't like attempted or haven't done it before, like I backpacked across the country with like, I don't know, $200 in my wallet, which was, right. it was an experience in itself, but it was, it was, uh, it was not like always the funnest experience because right. it didn't really allow for a lot of like leeway or, or fun time and there, you know, there was crashing on people's couches and couch surfing apps and yeah. stuff. But it was a good time, whatever. But now I have the means to, like, uh, to actually, to kind of, like, do it properly. And I, I need to get... I want to fucking travel out of this country for once, just for once.
0: It's so worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I would go, but, it, like, I think it would be worth it.
0: It's it's so... It's so worth it. I, there's a couple places I still want to see. Like, I want to go to... Like, I want to go to Edinburgh. Because I just want to fucking see it. Yeah. And... That might be it. You know, I kind of want to see Copenhagen because it looks like a really cool city.
1: I'd like to see, like, the other parts of North America. Like, I'd like to just see Barcelona. Mexico and Canada, but Canada won't let me in, actually. I'm, I fucked the Canada, my, the Canada thing up, like, a long time ago. The moment I got a DUI when I was, like, 21 or 22 oh, right. or something.
0: right. Canada won't let you in with a DUI. Yeah,
1: they think of it as a, uh, it's like a, uh, a federal crime or it's, it's a what serious. What if
0: you fly in, though?
1: You have to go. They won't let you off. Uh, I would imagine they won't let you through the customs That's or whatever. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I know somebody who who was turned down at the border, like driving up, but nobody who has ever flown. I gotta
0: say, Canada seems like a pretty shitty country. I when really, you fucking. I when, mean, when you, you kind of like weigh how they actually treat the, the health people insurance,
1: out. they legalize pot. Like for me, gold stars across the board. Dude, their health do insur- their health insurance is. Terrible, though. Yeah, but everybody has it, though. It's base health insurance. Everybody has terrible health insurance. I'm fine with that.
0: Like, do, do you know how many, like, really statistically, people who make money in Canada... They get all their surgeries done in America because the waiting
1: list so long
0: on public health insurance. Like,
1: dude, nobody do you, can get treated. Do you know how much it costs? Like to be self-employed like myself and shop for health insurance in this country is actually I do fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm aware.
1: It's insane. I'm to aware. Me. I
0: you know I was given the option with my job to find my own plan and they would pay seventy five percent of it, or I could use their plan and they would pay eighty percent. And they're like, you know, if it works out to be cheaper, like find your own plan. There's some decent ones out there.
1: I will happily take some mediocre, uh, like, uh, catch-all life insurance for everybody. Not life insurance, life insurance. <laughs> catch-all, like, uh, medical plan yeah, for everybody. Yeah, but,
0: dude, if you have catch-all mediocre health insurance, but you can't use it... No,
1: I can spend all the money I would be saving on uh, health insurance, that I'm paying now, on, like, good fruits and vegetables and, like... Knee pads, so when I fall down, but I don't scrape not, my knees up. You're
0: not not paying for it; you're just you're just being taxed for it on the front end.
1: Yeah, but that does that's a thing, man. Like so, like instead of taking instead of instead of taking money for like war and walls to build it up around our, our country, we could go and just have health here, insurance. Here we go, right? We could just have health insurance. War, okay. Walls, Obama
0: was gonna fucking.
1: Does, I know. Spend
0: way more money on border security than building a wall. That's, Not that either of fu- it fucking
1: makes sense. But, but look, man, I'm just saying we could we could easily just like throw some free health insurance out there. For remember the
0: people. when you had to do your uh, your your own payroll and <laughs> yeah. you lost your fucking mind because of how much money you had to give the government.
1: That's only four times a year, man.
0: Imagine giving the 361 days. I'm good. Twice as much as that <laughs> to the government every week. Because to pay for something you actually can't use in the first place.
1: No, the other 361 days, I'm good Plus, with that, they're though, fucking man.
0: freedom of speech laws, man. Like, they, There's no freedom of speech in Canada.
1: Yeah, but you can go around smoking pot anytime you want to. I guess so.
0: Look, but I'm not going I'm to not, I'm not sit can there and literally, argue for the country. They won't let me into the country. You can literally I'm never get to go be jailed for using language they don't
1: like. I, no, I can't. That's I, insanity. I, no, I cannot because I, no, I'm not allowed cannot. in the country. I'm not but in the a Canadian
0: citizen can be thrown in jail for fucking speaking in a way that they don't like. That's insane to me. I'd rather I'd rather live here with all the bullshit that's going on than ever have that be an option.
1: What like, about I can't say no, I what want I want. That. I Fuck want that, dude. That I,
0: I, that's not, not I can't say what I want is not an option in life yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, fucking freedom of speech laws is a non-negotiable to me. I'd rather you could take just about any other right away from me if i yeah i don't know canada does not seem like fucking no
1: i look i'm against them too man like i want to go
0: to toronto because toronto seems awesome but outside of that
1: i learned uh about 10 years ago that i would never be allowed in canada and i i i really like okay so um back back when like because i you know i'm really not a fan of some some kind of politics so back when george w bush was in office I like was I was contemplating moving to Canada to flee the country, right? So like I started like started planning this shit out, and then I quickly realized. You Thought it couldn't get worse. I quickly realized. I know. It's <laughs> Just gonna keep getting worse now. I quickly realized that Canada would not allow me, and I'd have to be like a, an immigrant in, in their country. Like I'd have to sneak over the, here's the, the wall, sneak over the fence or whatever, and like live illegally in their country. Here's an interesting question. <laughs> Why wouldn't I move already? Right? How much happier.
0: <laughs> How much do you look back now and
1: pine for the days of George W. Bush? I mean, a little bit, at least a little bit, because with him I thought, okay, without getting too too into politics, that with him I was like, he doesn't know better, like he just like he like he just smiles and does oh. and says what he does. that oh. with, with him I was under that the, under that idea, oh. but now I realize, you know, yeah, um, no, I I I got to tell you, I think he's
0: way more fucking evil than Donald Trump. Dr- uh, George W. Bush? He, th- he, he led us directly into a war under fucking completely falsified pretenses. Oh, man. It's only, look. That
1: has still not ended, by the way. We are still... It's only Trump has another year and a half to start World War Three on Twitter, and well, it will happen, man. Mark my words. Well, if he doesn't, fucking deepfakes will. Yeah. Fucking... Somewhere or another. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know, man. We're like one more Rocket Man comment, a little Rocket Man comment away from, like... People,
0: oh my, I don't know. Catching on fire. I I know, I know we always delve into this. It's like, it's not that I like Trump. It's that people talk about how fucking bad he is, and I'm like, I think they forget how bad it was. Like, because, you know, you know why? Because they look at Bush and they were like, well, he was a politician. He didn't, like, he wasn't, there we go. He wasn't, like, (laughs) brash and, you know, whatever, and he didn't, like, curse on Twitter or, like, whatever, but it's, like, things were way worse, because he was a fucking psycho. I mean... He legitimately hired his fucking buddies, hired, like, ex-corporate CEOs, handed contracts to the companies that they used to work for to rebuild countries that we destroyed under false pretense sent thousands of fucking Americans to their death to fight a war that would put money in his fucking back pocket. It's, dude, it's, I'm just
1: saying, it's only been like two and a half years. And then we're now. just like, oh, he said grab him by the pussy. He's the worst person ever. It's only been two and a half years. Really? It's, it's only been two really? and a half years. Time will, t- t- the, the, the verdict is out on this one. Completely the verdict is out. Ugh, the verdict's not out at all. It's so out, man. I
0: mean, I guess we have time, but like, I don't know. Uh,
1: hmm. So something, something like actually pretty crazy happened to me this week that it just, uh, I, I had like a flashback when you were mentioning something about Italy. Yeah. Um, I was, wa- I was coming home, I was doing laundry, you know, fun morning one day this week and coming home from the laundromat uh, with my roommate or whatever, walking down the street, down like a main, pretty main street in our, in our area and a, a city worked like a, a work truck, like a a giant, like a semi garbage truck looking kind of thing, but not just like a municipal truck building, whatever. Sure. Uh, is, is driving down the street and like backing up, I guess, to, to park, uh, just parallel park or whatever. And in doing so he comes and I, I, I didn't really know what was going on at first. So I'm just, we're walking away. We're walking in the opposite direction. Right. And you just hear this loud explosion like behind us, like a loud, like crashing sound. And as I turned around this street light, this street light and lamppost were coming down, like, crashing down about two and a half, three feet in front of me, like, the, oh, fuck. the top of the street, like, the lamppost, like, here's me here, and the, the top of the lamppost comes, like, crashing down, like, vertically, like, I mean, right next to me, man, where I felt the blowback from the, like, the glass uh, smashing on the ground of the street, you know, the street light. It's like, it fell between me and a car, and it was, like, me and, just me and my, and my roommate walking down the street, and there's probably like a, there's a bus stop, like, a half a block in front of us, there's a shit ton of people up there watching this, and the guy, like, the guy gets out of a truck and, like, He, uh, I live not too far from, from one of the most popular, uh, heroin, uh, hotspots there are in this country, I guess. And he looks like he fit the bill in every way. Like he crawled out of this town, like this, this neighborhood is called Kensington. And he just looked like he crawled out of Kensington. Like he had a ripped up shirt. He had like, uh, like a beaten up eye. And he, I mean, he, he, he got, he was in a city work truck again, like a city vehicle, but I mean, he looked like he easily could have just stolen the fucking thing. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. That that I didn't even think that could have been like a a, a thing. That that was like an option. That he could have just stolen the fucking thing. So he he gets out and he's like just mumbling some shit and he like starts stumbling over there and I'm like. At this point, like a little, so, a little bit of glass had like blown up and hit me in the back and the side of the head. Like the little, little tiny, like nothing really big. Like I'm not gonna like over exaggerate it, but right, it was. A, I mean, it was close enough to me that like my life, like kind of briefly flashed between my eyes because the pole was so large and so thick that it, it if it would have hit me like directly on top of my head, I'd probably be like in you a coma die, or yeah, yeah it's died right God, now. It's a
0: fucking yeah, it's a it's a it's traffic a,
1: pole. Yeah, it's like a half ton fucking traffic pole. Yeah, sure. Right. So um, so the guy starts mumbling some shit and I I like when I see him, I had just like this bit of rage that was like ready to fly out. And like all these, all these people, which again, it's like the neighborhood that I'm in is, uh, if you like, if you leave my street and you walk three or two or three blocks to the left, you're in like one of the nicest, nicer parts of town, I should say. If you go two or three blocks to the right, you're in, you're starting to get into like a more questionable part of town. Sure. It's really, it's kind of wild to see the juxtaposition, but so we're in the more questionable part of town. There's a bus stop and, and all these, like all these, these Kenzo, these Kensington residents are coming, like, rushing over towards us to see if we're all right. And uh, I was just really surreal, man. And I, when I say Kensington residents, I just mean strung out, crackhead looking people. But, um, yeah, so th- so that happened. And the guy, like, he comes stumbling out and he's, like, mumbling something about having to call it in, having to call it in. And he, like, I swear to God, he picks up his phone and he just starts, like, like, he picks up a phone and doesn't dial anything. And he just starts, like, talking to somebody instantaneously. No, I don't think anybody's really there, man. And at that point, like, I, I weighed my decisions of, like, what I should do if I should, like, wait and call the cops or whatever it was. And, like, the fact that I was able to, like, walk away, nothing actually happened to me. And I didn't really want to stick around in that part of town hanging out waiting for the police to come, nor did I want to talk to the police about it. So I uh, so I guess that's how things happen in the ghetto, how violence happens, right? Like I get it now. Holy yeah. shit! That was a revelation right there. That's how things happen. Shitty things happen in the ghetto because people just are like, "I don't want to stick around and talk to the cops. I don't want to deal with this." Yeah. Wow.
0: That's exactly how things happen. That was
1: a that was a mind opening moment for me right there.
0: You just realized this in this moment.
1: I mean, I just li- I kind of lived it, I guess. So yeah, I, acknowledging it verbally was a a, reali- a stark realization. So what
0: happened? You were just like, "Fuck this," and you left.
1: Kind of. Yeah. I mean, like I had I <laughs> had. Okay, so I had like a pretty pretty full day that day ahead of me, and it was like ten in the morning, and I had a lot of shit to get done. So, yeah, we just kind of snapped a photo of it actually, of how uh, of the destruction of it. But that was about it. Yeah, it really wasn't anything more exciting than almost dying. I mean, it, like it 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 was an exciting thing, but now that I like in talking about it, it's just you know, there's nothing more to it than a big pole almost hit me in the fucking top of the head and knocked me out. Oh yeah, here That would have done a lot more than knock you out. Yeah, so I'll uh, here I'll, I'll pass you this. I this was a point i had already walked away. I was like oh, I walked shit. Like, So I walked like ten feet away at that time because I was I was backtracking. Actually once he so once uh, the first one had hit, right? Um, my, my uh, roommate, he's like grabbed me by the arm and he, he's pulling me back. The guy kept going. He was coming at a second pole, right? He was like getting ready to swipe out and take out a second pole. So Rick, my roommate, he's like, he's literally dragging me. Down. I was, you know, my back was turned to it at this point because I saw the glass and he heard him coming and saw him still coming. So he like pulled me out of the way in case he hit the second pole, the yellow one, which was another, uh, like a power line or whatever. So he pulls me out of the way. That's where I took the photo of. So, yeah, that thing, like, the whole thing just came collapsing down, man. What the fuck? On the sidewalk. It was uh, it was really surreal. And, like, it was kind of like a, it's one of those things where, like, after you, after you go through it, you're just, like, you're a little bit more, like, grateful to be alive and just kind of, like, appreciative of the simple things, I guess. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel much more appreciative of really simple uh, things I normally take for granted, I think, after going through that. So it's kind of nice to, like, almost die sometimes. That's
0: an interesting perspective. It's kind of nice to almost die sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it puts it puts things in perspective for you. It provides a perspective that only, <laughs> only near-death experience can. That was, like, my second near-death experience I, that I can remember.
0: What was the other one?
1: Uh, I was medically induced into, like, a coma. Oh, my, yeah. My body was, like, sh- my internal organs were shutting down. And uh, they, like, brought a, p- a priest in to read me my rites and stuff. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really recall it because I... Wasn't really there for it, but I, w- I was there. I mean, it was me. So that was my first, I guess. That was like a decade ago. That was a while ago. So I guess it's about time I had another one.
0: Me- oh, near death—not a medically induced coma, a near death experience. Yeah, 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 near
1: death experience. Yeah, no, I don't need another medically induced coma.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, not fucking pleasant. Yeah, I though what I the did have is these that like? like. What? What is that like?
1: Near death experience?
0: A medically induced coma. Like, do you-
1: oh, I was gonna say, I, I had these like these insane um, dreams, like the most hyper real, surreal. During dreams. it, or you have them now? During no, not now, no, okay. no. But I can still like, I can still recall to this day, I can still recall the dreams that I like for the most part, the dreams that I've had w- while I was in that coma. Whereas I can't recall a dream I had like last week for for you know to save my I life. I wonder
0: if it's like a completely. Because, like, you can't remember dreams that you had, like, usually within hours, if yeah, not like a couple, immediately. M- yeah, a minute yeah, or two I wonder sometimes. if it's a different, like, brain functionality completely in a medically
1: induced coma that allows you to remember it. It might be. It might just be accessing a different different part of your brain What or the hell would you dream about? Uh, so, okay, I, uh, one of them was, um, I had a dog, I had a pit bull at the time, and uh, she had, okay, so... Uh, uh, this bubble gum, this bubble gum ball machine had, had like shown up in my room right where the dog was and I was and uh, somebody came over and had like been sticking quarters into the machine and the dog had somehow like wanted to eat the gum or something so she was like biting and snapping trying to get her head in there and this, at this point the dog was like kind of a cartoon and like the rest of the world was like you know the rest of the world but right. uh, so she gets her head up into the gumball machine and it's one of those ones where like the, the thing like spins around this giant like trajectory this giant like uh, ramp to go down yeah, to the bottom yeah. So they're turning the gumball machine in the quarters. And they keep putting quarters in. And they're like twisting her neck up and through the the, the ramp of the gumball machine, right? So until she, her head like appears into the top with the gumballs, and she's like an accordion kind of, which was sounds like it's it's like a comic book. It's like a cartoon, but it was like it was terrifying. Actually, really traumatic. Yeah, it was really fucking scary because uh, uh, it it felt way too real. It didn't. It wasn't like a dream. It it felt like felt a lot more real than a dream. I would say. And right. again, like the fact that I can recall it. And uh, so Fuck. another one is like, um, I was just hanging out with some friends and and they're like, we're going to a football We're going to the Giants game, right? We're going to the football game. And I'm like, oh, I love the Giants. Let's go. Like, we don't have any more seats, right? And this is the, the other part I remember now is like um, basically being like strapped to, uh, to this recliner, like a recliner that was sit- situated in the back of a pickup truck and like driving down 95 um, in a recliner, like tied to the recliner. And at this point so this is where I don't really know if this is like part of like if I was kind of awake for some of this stuff. So there was a part I would find out that I was like actually strapped to like like apparently I was like flipping out at one point uh when they were like either trying to get me into the coma or bring me out. I don't, I'm really not sure. But I was like uh I had to be tied down to the the bed that I was in like with my hand, you know, my hands were tied to the bed. And I, can't, I like I don't know if that was like this was like me transferring that ish that into thing your dream. into my dream. Yeah, but it was it was pretty surreal, man. It was really like it's Just incredibly vivid and terrifying, but yeah, that's that's a. Uh, I don't remember dreams, but I remember those for sure.
0: I remember a lot of dreams. I have really hyper real, really typically pretty fucked up dreams. Almost every dream I remember, almost, are fucking nightmares.
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah, I don't really have pleasant dreams. It's fucking weird. It's not yeah, like I, I won I the lottery. No, it's I always like jolt myself awake, like I like, yeah, a wake terrified up terrified. So well, I yeah. get
0: fucking uh, sleep paralysis too. What so, is explain that. Like you wake up, but you can't move. Oh, hmm. So you're like, basically like
1: conscious you, thoughts, but like unconscious body. Basically,
0: you become conscious while you're asleep.
1: I think I've I've had that so once like in while a while. So while your body's
0: a, asleep, so you can't move because your body's still asleep. But like you're conscious, so like I, f- I
1: feel like I I. I kinda of, I kinda understand up, what you're man. saying at least. I'm not sure if I'm it. I'll, I'll have
0: dreams it. that like are terrifying and I'm like, all right, wake up. Like I know I'm asleep, but like I can't.
1: And then you can like kind of like f- see, like feel everything in your body without it's, opening your eyes, right?
0: It's fucking Yeah. Yeah. I don't terrifying. Terrifying. I'd rather like have it. the nightmare than wake up and not be able to move because that's way fucking scarier.
1: I feel like I've I've had that once or twice where like I'm almost like telling myself to like like wake up. Wake up! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm shitty. like
0: trying to like will my body to move, and i like I, I can't. It's yeah. fucking. It's awful. It is the fucking worst. I I would take anything over. Like that's is it and it's like fucking panic inducing. Yeah. Like, on top of the fact that you're waking out of a nightmare that fucking scared you awake, now you're having a panic attack
1: because you're paralyzed.
0: You're like you know you're like fucking. You know, it's 1988 and it's the Metallica one video like and you're the fucking dude who's like hearing everything, but you can't fucking move like that's exactly what it feels like. It's just like
1: you couldn't have used a more modern reference than that. No, okay. I'd
0: rather I'd rather have. I'd rather still have like I'd rather continue the nightmare that scared me to consciousness then be conscious and not be able to move because the panic that fucking accompanies that is way worse. Yeah. And then when you wake, like then when you actually wake up, it's just like you're like afraid to go back to sleep because you're like I I don't want that to fucking happen again. Oh, yeah, I've had it's that happen awful. before. Yeah. It's fucking awful. It's the worst.
1: When I uh when I like uh I guess when I like was battling like when I would like stop drinking, I guess. When I was stopping my my drinking thing, I would have like I would have these like really I'd have like moments like that like quite frequently at first like I mean this is going back like a decade ago now but like where I would I would just have these like crazy like sh- like scary nightmare kind of dreams and I would wake up and I wouldn't recall I couldn't recall the dream exactly but I I knew that I didn't want to return to it. Like, I didn't want to go back to it. So I would just, like, stay awake. And I started watching the Food Network all night after that point. Like, that's, that's about it. That became, yeah. like, a regular thing when I... Actually, it was all kind of around the same time, like, when I... Going back to the medically induced coma thing. Uh, so I don't know if that was, like, a short-term effects of, like, the coma. The Could be. Uh, or, like... But, yeah, that doesn't really... It's not, like, a thing for me anymore.
0: I used to have nightmares when I was way younger about um, being in a car... And basically driving down like hills that are like roller coaster steep in a car. Yeah. And losing control. And I haven't had them in fucking years. So like I would have dreams that I Were you I was, driving
1: like, a, an actual car when you were doing this? Because I've I've been asleep I've been in the car with you when you've been asleep No, no, the no, no,
0: no, this is like a dream. I I would have these dreams before I could drive. Okay. Like as a little kid. Like I remember vividly having dreams about driving to the top of the Tappan Zee Bridge. <laughs> like, not, like, the top of the bridge. Like, the top of, like, the post where the cables spiral yeah. down from. And then, like, driving down the fucking cables <laughs> at, like, you know, like, practically fucking mock speed. And I'm like, we're going to fall off this bridge. Like, being fucking terrified. I would always be in the car with, like, family members. Yeah. And I haven't had a dream like that in a really long time until last week. Okay. And I had a very similar dream um, with a different family member than usual in the car. And this time we weren't on a bridge. We were, like, on, a, on like, the side of a mountain and, like, going down a hill. It was, like, it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. I knew that much. We were driving, like, around the side of a mountain and, like, down these hilly roads. But it was, like, crazy fucking fast and, like... I don't know. It was like, I, I, it was one of those like, I woke up in a fucking cold sweat type of dreams. Was fucking awful.
1: Do you have like, um, do you get recurring dreams? I know that, that sounds like kind of one of them, but, um, I don't know if that would count, count classified. I haven't in a while, but I did for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: When I was younger, when I was like, you know, like pre high school, I would have recurring dreams.
1: I, uh, you know what I
0: would have? Yeah I would have recurring characters Throughout my dreams Like fart, fart face or whatever <laughs> <laughs> No um, But I would have like Recurring people in my dreams That I had never met in real life But they would always appear in my dreams And they were always like Kind
1: of like like, th- like, like, imagine, like uh, Figments of your imagination almost Creations of your Sort of
0: Except apparently You can't create like a person In your subconscious Like you can only recall people You've actually seen but yeah, it was it was fucking not pleasant, not Shit.
1: pleasant fucking dreams at all. Yeah, now I'm terrified to fall asleep tonight. Like talking <laughs> about this, I uh, I I'm probably gonna fall asleep on the train at some point tonight on the way back. I actually in my just recent in the last year or two now I've I've become able to like take naps to sleep like sleep almost anywhere at this point. Like I could except standing up, I can fall asleep in most any instances. Like. Sitting on a crowded bus, sitting on a crowded train, like, you know, right? S- just sitting up, standing, sleeping. No, sorry, standing, <laughs> laying down, like, uh, to having conversations, eating. I mean, I fall asleep, like, pretty randomly, uh, much more so recently than before. It would require me, like, I mean, I have to, li- like, lay there in bed for, like, an hour or two just thinking about, like, sleeping before I'd ever, like, be able to drift off. And the more I would, like, you know, think about it, the more I'd get in my head and the less it would be likely to happen. But now it's like forget about it, man. Something clicked in my head and something changed. And Now I can like, can fall asleep like most anytime I want to. Maybe I'm just not getting enough sleep in regular life now. I could definitely fall asleep wherever, whenever. I mean, what are we on episode seventy eight, you've fallen asleep during at least fifteen or or twenty of these podcasts that I can that I know of that I know of. You've fallen no, asleep. I don't on think it's been you... that many. I mean, I can think of at least two handfuls, man. Of when you and, and moments where you're either. You were out for, like, a minute or you were out for, like, 15 minutes maybe. Or sometimes you just nodded off for 15 seconds. Usually that's what it is. You're nodding off, like, for 15 seconds and you jerk yourself awake or something.
0: Yeah, that that definitely happens a lot. But that happens a lot in fucking life in general for me. Fucking, uh... I know what I wanted to bring up. So, remember you were talking about that China social ranking system thing? Sure, yeah. You know... What they're doing, like, so what they're doing with that, I like, I heard an interview about this recently. Um, is they are interviewing people directly and they're finding out what their lineage is. And if they're not related to like the right families, they're ranking them lower. They're not telling people what their rankings are, really? Yeah. So it's like it's like based on your heritage and the families that you're connected to and your political affiliations, and so like
1: it's not like Uber where you can see your score at any time. Yeah.
0: So like, if your family isn't historically affiliated with the party that's in power, you basically get like downvoted and you lose public, you lose access to public works. Yeah. Transportation. And they don't tell into, you. Right? Like you they can't, don't tell you until like you go to swipe a card and you can't get on the bus. Yeah, yeah, I've read that. And that's they're like, one of sorry, the, that's one eat of the first
1: it. like uh, the first things they take yeah. away is public transportation. And but stuff. it's like it's not. It,
0: it is strictly based on like political affiliation and family lineage.
1: That's kind of it's kind of scary.
0: Really fucking scary. Yeah, that. It, uh, I. I don't know.
1: It's, uh, it it's go fu- down
0: that road again, but like that's communism that's like the logical extent of what happens in a communist country
1: It's kind of fucking terrifying and really.
0: they're borrowing that from North Korea, which is a communist country yeah. so like that's that's the logical end like that's what happens like that's it's that is terrifying, and it's more terrifying that people don't seem to like. See, want to, or want to acknowledge that, like that is what happens in that fucking, in that political system.
1: Well, so okay, so not only that, not only is it like is it detrimental in the ways that you described so far, but one of the things that like uh that's kind of like Big Brotherish about it is the fact that it encourages your your neighbors to like report you if like okay, so like. One of the instances I read was um, a husband is cheating on his wife, and the neighbor knows that the husband is cheating on his wife because every time the wife goes out, let's just say for an example again, like another lady comes over, right? And this neighbor like recognizes this or, or witnesses this, and she goes and tells she's she's encouraged to report activity like this because it's un it's unfriendly to the society to cheat right. on your wife, right? So at that point, it's encouraging like people to turn on their their brothers or sisters or you know neighbors, whatever it is, to she had to just fucking turn on him like there's nothing there's nothing more to it than that it's like it's encouraging you know it's encouraging the end of the world almost it's like egging on the end of the world yeah Not, not anything really good can come from that
0: no there's no good that can come from that yeah shit and now that we're at the end of the world we're also two hours no one hour I was gonna say two hours in jeez one hour in yeah you want to call it a show?
1: Yeah. It sounds like a good, good place as any.
0: All right. We will uh, talk to you fucking people next time. Until next time. Later.